Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Google podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 157, and welcome once again to the front porch. I have to be honest, as I sit out here on this front porch, um, it is causing me a bit of grief. Uh, and the reason why is I, this place has been a sanctuary. I think you've heard me say that over and over again, that this place is, it, it's a sanctuary. It's a place I, I meet God and, and I hear him. Uh, it seems to be, I, I think there's places that we hear God just a little bit clearer because I think it, it's a space that creates peace and slows us down. And, and this spot that I'm sitting in, um, here just to the the right of um, of my front porch has been a place I've landed for about three years consistently almost every morning almost every single day and uh, I, just the thought of moving so we're moving in a week we're moving in just a week back to Phoenix and uh, this spot this front porch um, I'm grieving it a bit the idea of not being here in a couple weeks, um, not seeing these hummingbirds that have become a part of my life and, and the rest of this, I mean, landscaping that somebody just kind of threw up all over the place. I mean, it's beautiful, but it's just like, it, none of it makes sense, but it all works, you know? It's like the best. And uh, this place has been a place where I've found rest for my soul. It's, and so as I was working through that, thinking through that, sitting out here today, um, doing this podcast, I just realized how grateful that I am that God gives us spaces and how important spaces are. And uh, and then the other thing I started thinking about was consistency, that this has been a consistent place that I've come to, and that that consistency has actually been a really, really beautiful thing. So maybe in the midst of my grief and discouragement, and um, uh, discouragement because I know I have to leave it, um, it's maybe a, a challenge uh, both to me and, and to each and every one of you is do this. Find a space and just commit to being there. Commit to saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit this place to the Lord and, and I'm going to go meet him there. And, you know, it's the idea of Sinai. Like when I think about my, Mount Sinai, I just think how often people go to Mount Sinai. Maybe you don't know this, but like Paul. The Apostle Paul goes to Mount Sinai. You know, and so like Sinai holds this like, precious place biblically for people that they go and they meet God there. And so I, I think it's space and place is really, really important. And so uh, today I, I kind of grieve leaving this place in the next couple of weeks and uh, saying goodbye to it. And um, uh, I, I, in my mind and in my heart, I'm just going to make a little Ebenezer, this, this place, that a memorial to remind myself that, that God and I, we had lots of conversations out here, and he met me, and he saw me, and he knows me, he loves me. And uh, hopefully you'll be able to find that same space, place, that God uh, will be able to meet you and, and comfort you and challenge you and remind you that he's here and he's near and that he loves you. And so... Um, for those who continue to listen to the podcast week in and week out, thank you so much. So grateful for those of you who listen and 
and those who share and, and uh, send this stuff out on your social media and tell your friends word of mouth and just really appreciate the support. Thank you. And, and those who continue to give financially uh, on our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash front porch confessional. And then the multitude of other ways that people end up giving through uh, checks and Venmo and stuff like that. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate that, that support. It's so encouraging to me. Uh, okay. The passage. Man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. This, it, man, it, it just got me. Second uh, Corinthians four sixteen. Read this passage this week and slowed down a little bit and thought, man, I needed this, and maybe you do too. So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed, day by day. I'll read it again. Second Corinthians four sixteen. So we do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. I remember, uh, uh, it probably would have been about 10 years ago, maybe nine, I was sitting with a lady who was emaciated. I had gotten a call uh, from someone who said, my mom's going to die, and um, we're pretty sure she's got cancer. We're pretty sure she's on her last days. We brought her home, and she's just going to kind of live out her days here. And so just kind of invited me over to pray, reminded me that this woman didn't know Jesus. And so I sat with this woman who, if you've ever been around somebody who's very close to death, um, there are kind of clear indications if you've been around that. And uh, one of them is they, they just end up becoming kind of, ama- it's almost like their whole body is kind of giving up, li- you know, just little bit by little bit by little bit. And you can kind of sense it, they're very weak. And so this lady's laying there and she looks to me and she says, I deserve this. I deserve to have my body rotted away by cancer. You know, I've lived a very awful life and I deserve this. And I just put my hand on her arm and just gently kind of, rubbed her arm and just let her go I don't believe in that God I believe in a God that loves you and sees you and knows you and that you literally if you can can if you can give your life to him wants to give you eternal rest eternal peace and she she literally looked at me and said that can't be true and I said but it is and and you need and you can receive it you can say right now I want that peace and he'll give that to you release, release this, that, that bad theology that God is doing this to you, that he's condemning you with cancer, be released by his love and his peace. And watching her receive that truth, watching her body react to that truth, because it was an internal thing. Her body was emaciated and cancer was ravishing it. But inside she believed a truth so deep that it brought peace to her and she passed away a few days later and into eternity. I couldn't help but think about her today as I reflected on this passage. And this is one of those passages that I really do think is so timely. You know, it's almost like you can feel the weight of Paul as he wears the, the hurts and the pains of his community, their frustration, right? These people are so frustrated because of the persecution and the abandonment of their family and their friends as a result of following the way, Jesus. They made a decision 
to follow Jesus. And as a result of that, they're kind of being exiled by some of their community. They're being persecuted, right? And they're like, hey, le- like life was pretty fairly peaceful before I made this decision to follow Jesus. But wow, man, this is not easy. This is hard. And as I read Paul and the New Testament writers, I, I see that the question and the ensuing struggle is similar to what it is today, you know, and here's what I would say, like, while here in the West, we don't really deal with the kind of persecution uh, that the early church had to deal with, uh, we do deal, I believe, with the same tension, you know, and I think that tension goes something like, I, I really thought following Jesus meant a better life, right? I really thought, I think like many of us assumed that falsely that when we followed Jesus that things would get easier, right? And that we wouldn't get sick as often. And those around us that we love like would experience the same. We believe that we would have some like greater opportunities in front of us. And, but here's the thing, when those things failed, we tended to look back to God and say, yo, like, what the heck? Like, you know, maybe there's something inside of you that went, whoa, 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 the brochure, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the brochure promised all those things, all those good things, all the blessings, right? And, and, and it, and it doesn't, right? I don't know who gave you that brochure or who pitched that to you. And a lot of times that kind of comes uh, that we create that our own selves. And sometimes we like to take scriptures and that's why I think this podcast is important. And we like to twist them and make them accommodate our situations or complement them. And, and it doesn't do that. You know, and this is what pastor Paul is addressing here. Don't lose heart. He's going, don't grow weary. Don't your, your, your sights are on the wrong Thing. And this is a common phrase that Paul brings to the community. He brings it back and again and again and again because he can see and he can feel, right, that we all want to give up, that it's just all too exhausting. It's all too much. And what I find is that any, like, if you, if you watch any movie that has some type of journey or adventure, like I've been, Mika and I, uh, we've been, go, uh, she read The Hobbit. And so she read The Hobbit, and uh, she decided that she wanted to watch the movies. So we watched the movies. And I, and I found it interesting that, that most movies or books that, that we read that have themes like, you know, a journey, you know, somewhere, there's always this point in the movie or the book where things get really, really, really hard, right? And these people in, in, the, in, in the book or the movie, they want to give up. But there's always like some, you know... There's always some some character in the movie, right? Who's going, don't give up. We got to keep moving forward. You know, we got to keep pressing on towards the goal. And, and, and they they toss out that hope and they, they give it to us. And, and there's something about that, right, that resonates with us. And as I say these words, right, I imagine so many of you listening have felt this way the past year, right? Like it's just so hard. It's so exhausting and you want to give up, right? Maybe you've been sick. Maybe you got COVID. Maybe you lost somebody to COVID. Maybe you lost your job. Maybe your financial situation is just destroyed, 
right? And I could just keep going on and on about all the tragedy that many people have experienced in this last year. And see, here's the thing is like, like Paul gets it. And I, I, I get it too. I really, really do. And the proclamation is this. This is the thing that I just keep clinging to. This is what Paul keeps coming back to over and over and over. When Jesus came, he established his kingdom on earth and everything changed. That's why when people say Jesus changes everything, that's what this means. He changed everything. When Jesus came, he established his kingdom here on earth and everything change we no longer have a temple right we no longer have a temple you and i are the temple we have the spirit of god that lives in us constantly reminding us that these earthly problems are not our future he beckons us to take heart and to cling to the hope that we are constantly being renewed spiritually day by day even right? Even while our earthly bodies and difficulties seem far too overwhelming, we cling to those truths. This is what Paul and everything he's been through, all the persecutions, the shipwrecks, the prison imprisonments, this is what he's trying to remind this community of. And this is what he's reminding us. Take heart. Don't grow worry. Then even when things on earth are difficult, there's something so much more beautiful going on. There's this internal reality that fuels us, that gives us a new perspective on life and in all of those situations that he's inviting us into. You see, and the real beauty of the cross is right here before us as Paul's talking. Life, life in, in the midst of our day, right? In the midst of where we are day by day, even our last day on earth, we are winning. Even when the rest of the world sees our pain as loss, right? The victory of the cross that has rescued, it has rescued our souls. The victory of the cross rescued our souls. It rescued our souls and released us into everlasting life. Now that's something we need to slow down and that's something that we need to celebrate. It's something that we can really focus in on when things get hard. And I would imagine as as I, I've said before, like many things have been so difficult, but what Paul is reminding us of is there's something so much more beautiful going on. Don't miss it. Jesus has rescued and ransomed your soul. This internal thing that is connecting with you here on earth and all the way into eternity is being renewed every single day. So remind yourself of that. Because our earthly frailty reminds us of our eternal promise. Which leads me to this question. What earthly pain is preventing you from hanging on to your eternal promise? What is that pain that you're giving into the earthly groanings instead of being renewed 
day by day. Father God, you know us, you love us, you see us. You know our earthly pains, and, and it grieves you. But you also released us into eternity, and we're grateful. You're renewing us day by day and reminding us this is not our home. That our home has always been with you and will always be with you. And so we pray your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you.